1: be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Larson. enjoy tons of bonus videos including patron only live shows gameplay and vintage 10 for the wins access to podcast question threads the friendo care package and so much more support going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Larson.
0: what's up it's your girl sasha banks legit foster you are watching going in raw you like that
1: Hey Friendo, Steve here, and Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw. The only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, we film it live at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. It's a grand old time over here at Going In Raw. We had a fantastic, fantastic Frendo Club TV today. It's our bonus content. You can get to it. Today we power ranked, among many other things, we power ranked. Uh, uh, like who's going to have best entrances at the Thunderdome.
2: Yeah, because they're about. promising
1: like WrestleMania level entrances. WrestleMania or better. So like a Saudi Arabia show. Better um, than or equal to. Exactly. Uh, and uh, we had like a special guest in our friend Club TV today. But you'll have to watch it in order to find out who it was. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so we had the go home episode to Monday night. R- I'm sorry to SummerSlam. In the form of Monday Night Raw, and then you there there's the go home also. episode of, of Monday Night Raw. I said the go home episode to to Monday Night Raw, which doesn't make any sense. Well, man, um, based on the quality of the show, it did kind of make sense. Dude, man, you know what? Here's the disclaimer. I, I I really do appreciate that we are known pretty much for the guys who try to keep things positive and try to find the good and everything. It, this episode of Raw, I'm sorry. Last week I praised Raw. This past Friday I praised SmackDown. Every once in a while they'll throw me something where I'm just like, dude, this they literally just wasted three hours of my day, virtually of my life. Pretty much. Like halfway through, I started playing 2K NBA 2K20. And I know I shouldn't do that, but I was I was so bored I could pay attention to right. It's like right here, two yeah. Ks right here. It's right next to me.
2: That's a testament to the quality or lack thereof of Monday Night Raw this week. That is true. Um, By the, the time
1: first, I'll just say, let me just say this really quick. By the time six thirty rolled around, I thought it was seven thirty. I was like, man, yeah. this has been going. On. And then I look at the, the clock. F- I'm like, oh my god.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. First hour and a half, especially, were just it, it was it was a chore. It was a serious chore.
1: And it was. Like un- the- every- <gasps> I was going to say that the episode, <laughs> I was going to say, dude, did, did this? No, I know you weren't here last week. And mm-hmm. it's funny. We can like have this- a
2: decent episode last week, though. We-,
1: we kind of had this conversation today, how you say, and normally I would agree with you in that by and large, especially with given how many recaps they do on Raw and Smackdown about I Raw know. and Smackdown regards to the show. Like, you can miss any given episode. I do feel like last week probably had two segment of the year type uh, 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 segments. But then um, they basically replayed them at full tonight. Yeah. So Which you really did, I didn't you, watch last week. You did, and you got the more dramatized version of it, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude. I, th- I thought that honestly last week was such a great go home episode to SummerSlam. It was so fantastic. You had the Dominic uh, uh, mm-hmm. lashes. You had um, uh, the obviously the Ric Flair thing. Uh, this just, the, the, the what happened tonight that we needed? What happened tonight that we needed?
2: The only thing I can think of, uh, Apollo Cruz beat Shelton Benjamin early in the show and therefore, uh, MVP, sorry, Shelton and Lashley won't be ringside for his match against MVP at SummerSlam. That's probably the most significant story beat that comes to mind. I'll take this tact. Uh,
1: the Bailey, Sasha, Oscar, Shana stuff was good. I liked that. And I think that, th- so we can definitely talk about some stuff there. Um... I liked that Marina Shafir got
2: in her first. That I submission believe. she won with is pretty crazy. It I was like a that triangle, was... but with a leg in there too.
1: I think if Raw Underground can help out some talents in the same sort of class as Marina Shafir, you know, and Arturo Huas for that matter.
2: Yeah, but what's the, what's the deal with the finish of that match? Oh, we'll talk they, about they that. They roll out ringside and Shane is like, all right, that's enough. We'll talk about that. Is this It'd Underground Fight Club sense. or not Shane? Does it make any sense? sense. it make any sense? Why is he the one that declares when matches are over? He's got Spider in there, mm-hmm. Jack Daddy mm-hmm. referee in these matches.
1: Spider, yes, yeah, Spider.
2: Let him make heard, that call. Had we heard that before?
1: No. What didn't Cal say something about him? Like he had like a what didn't, he, didn't Cal have like a nickname for him? Oh, maybe. Wasn't that Spider? I don't know. It sounds he recall. said it. and I was like, oh. And then of course we got the big reveal for Zelina Vega poisoning Montez Ford. Although That's at least hardly a shocker. At least I I actually appreciated that the kayfabe. Explanation for getting that footage was made some sense. Made it some did, sense. I guess.
2: Yeah, Joe took uh, great pleasure in, in 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 saying that he had exclusive access to this video uh, content, or his broadcast colleagues did not. Joe was relished that. Joe was good, good every tonight. night. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the the beat by beat, such as it was the show, we got some new patrons on where we left off last. So I'll start here on August twelfth with uh, Tommy Cat, Jr. Wayne. Tony D Laura Tremont uh, Sergio Feliciano Jose Gonzalez and yellow tanker
1: thank you all thank you very much for your support we appreciate it and yeah you can check it out Uh, there's three ways to get access to that bonus content Uh, and then just today just today for uh, like everybody twitch subs YouTube channel members and uh, patrons I posted up a comprehensive, for the month of August, so the first two weeks of August, list of all the bonus content and all the links. Uh, so I'm going to try to keep doing that on a regular basis so that every week you get the entire month uh, a catalog. And then I'm going to try to start doing the same thing for like our back catalog going back, just as far as I can, You know, if I have some extra time on my hands, go back, grab those links, so that if you're a new sub, a new YouTube channel member, a new patron, you don't have to go through all the tags, scroll through the wall, that kind of stuff. On a weekly basis, you can get a backlog of info. Um, so you can check out all of our bonus content because don't you want to watch us 24 hours a day? By the way, speaking of which, we have an opportunity to watch us for 24 hours straight on the 19th of September. Yeah, starting How can you pass at that up? starting at 10 o'clock in the morning Pacific time, mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Eastern Correct. time. Eastern. We will be starting. We'll be conducting our 24-hour oh, live stream. It's tired thinking about it. Including but not limited to, uh, special guests, Matt Chat Live, Rocket League gameplay, NBA 2K gameplay, if available, WWE 2K19 gameplay.
2: Uh, they had a tweet out today said they're the they're going to maintain the servers so.
1: Yeah, I know. They need to do that then.
2: because yeah, I know. That, that's oh, battlegrounds. We'll be playing Battleground. That's oh, oh yeah.
1: Well, yeah. We're doing it in coordination kind of with the release of Battleground. We should hit up Battleground and say, hey, we're doing this in coordination with your release. So we'll play our, your game for a long time if you give us a code. Um, there you go. That way Daddy gets it for you. Uh, so, yeah, that should be uh, a lot of fun or a clusterfuck or both. I don't know which. It'll probably be uh, both. Uh, we're going to do a Star Trek Wrath of Khan watch along assuming that's still on amazon prime uh, uh when it's uh when we do the stream we'll do a movie watch along of some sort not after hours though what a piece of crap that is it's anyway. not a
2: piece of crap man it's not a piece of crap movie
1: when's the last time you saw it
2: it's been several years i mentioned that probably a good yeah. been at least yeah. a good decade oh wow you gotta revisit it with like your
1: eyes open it's terrible anyways it's terrible it's not terrible uh, <laughs> i don't remember being terrible <laughs> Let's kick things off. Try try to watch it on like a seventy inch
2: screen. It's hard to watch. Man. All right. Anyway, your your problem is not the movie. It's your uh, TV's too large for your room. That's your problem. could stuff. be. Totally See, it's, could I'm be. happy I didn't get a larger TV when I moved. My my fifty inch plasma, great picture, crystal clear, <laughs> perfect size considering at the distance we are from a TV Boy. And couch. Perfect. Boy, that was funny like, oh, instead, I
1: got my piano fixed or moved or whatever you did. No, it's moving the house. And I love having my piano. <laughs> That's good.
2: That's good. Playing my piano. It's my wife's piano. Sincerely, that makes me happy. Um, I would hope so. And I think more than anything, you'd want me to be happy rather than a new television. I'm still working on getting you happy. Uh, we've been working together for 10 years. It'll happen. To be honest, a new TV is
1: not a, 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 by itself. <laughs> I don't think you're right. It's not going to happen. I'd buy you one if that was the case. All right, dude. So let me ask you this. So when Raw kicked off, did, okay, so I, obviously they did. Like, so Drew comes down. She knows he's he, got sword noises in his theme now. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I like swords. Uh, I mean, his shirts—all yeah. his shirts have swords on them, man. Yeah, it's just unnecessary, man. Or is there like is it like sheathing sounds or yeah, it's like...
2: like swords. No, I think it's swords clink clanking against oh. each other, just uh-huh. like briefly, like that.
1: Wow. Yeah. That didn't bug me. Uh, so, anyways, Drew comes out. He starts judging Randy Orton for blasting Ric Flair. And then, like, everything TV-wise starts going really wonky. Like, the, all of a sudden, they show some weird shot of, like, commentary from, like, like a
2: GoPro that's just sitting on the floor. Yeah, and then, and then there's, like, graphics just popping up. And there's picture-in-picture picture for some bit with the replay or recap of Seth and Ray mm-hmm. st- stuff. Or yeah. Seth and
1: Dominic stuff. So all sorts of crazy stuff is happening, and then obviously it's retribution. They're in the truck. Some cameraman runs up the stairs to the production truck. Go in there. They have baseball bats. They grab, like, some laptops, which, come on, dude. Like, the
2: show is not being run off of laptops that aren't even connected to
1: anything. I think
2: they break maybe two laptops, maybe even just one, and a monitor or two. Yeah. And and the one dude sticks, like, a, a, a billy club or something up to another guy <laughs> and threatens them to cut the broadcast off, which lasts
1: all of a commercial break. Okay, so that, if I'm not mistaken, that was the end of Retribution for the night, right? Yes. Yes. So they didn't do anything else on the show. I mean, that's, you know, them in a nutshell. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, but okay. I know, I know. It's like specific times they show up. It's just this time specifically seemed very truncated. It was like they show up at the very beginning and then nothing else happens. Anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, I mean, like, the one thing they they did modestly well, I guess, on SmackDown that relates to Retribution is made it feel like throughout the duration of the two hour show, That's what they I'm talking could get about. involved. Yeah. Raw, all right, they'll, like, break a couple things that are probably just in the warehouse, and then they'll threaten Dude. He'll cut the, the feed, and that'll last all about two and a half minutes. And after the commercial break, the show's back on.
1: Right. So then we come back from uh, commercial because they had cut the feed. Uh, we come back. And uh, Drew's giving sort of his own version of Big E's locker room speech. Uh, he's like, hey, you know, together we can stump them out. And then Seth Rollins shows up with Murphy. He's like, hey, Drew, let's not forget who was the first to teach you how to be a champion. Like, I taught Dom how to be a superstar last week. Uh, Ricochet said, hey, I heard Ray's going to be here tonight. And he was like, whoa, what? what are you talking about? And Cedric was like, yeah, a little bird told me the same thing. And he's, he's got like, seat receipt for you. Yeah. Yeah. And Drew's like, oh, what's wrong? Are you scared? And he's like, "No, I can protect myself." He says, "You couldn't even protect Ric Flair from Orton." And I'm thinking to myself, "It's really not Drew's charge to protect." No, it's not.
2: It's not. And he took it like we saw later on. He took it upon, he took the responsibility of that. You know, he thinks is under his watch since he's champ. Can't really be everywhere at once, Drew.
1: Doesn't really, especially a guy that size.
2: Yeah, you can't. It doesn't work that way. So, anyways, yeah. Seth tells Drew, "Get your priorities straight, or uh, you'll lose a title." In this, I thought this part was pretty good. Drew says, oh, I know what you're doing, Seth. Uh, if you want me to drop you right where you stand, you don't have to make any apologies about it or ask. And then Buddy steps up to him like they're going to fight. Yeah, they all break it up, and that was that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, <clears throat> this really, I was like kind of shocked at this next segment specifically. So Hurt Business comes down. They're great. We love them. Uh, MVP gets on the mic. He calls out Retribution. Now, a couple things stood out to me. There were two shots during this segment where the director threw to a cameraman who is running to a certain location. Two times a set. That's called yeah. really bad TV direction. And on top of that, maybe, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I just... I don't recall, with the exception of when they first started the Performance Center, them actually shooting somebody from the side where in the background you see like the actual performance center banner
2: i think it's happened a few times it's not a regular
1: occurrence but it's happened a few times i think i i was under the impression they try to hide that the point that i'm getting at is that this episode really did feel like well you know why they were already
2: packing up like, no, but you know, why is because retribution went into the production truck truck and messed everything up. They were running the whole show from that laptop laptop destroyed. Oh. Therefore, no Karen people are position to get those shots at that point. So did retribution
1: actually produce and direct the rest of the episode? Maybe you can make that assumption. <laughs> okay, well, then the episode was fine. There were like really weird TV production gaps. And I honestly think I'm like, man, they just sent all their production trucks. Safe for maybe like a skeleton crew well, this, to run raw was, When was the, the shot? Amoy was this shot this week? I, I, today. I Maybe I. Maybe it was last. Or week. was it shot last week? You know what? It might have been last week because whenever they mentioned Thunderdome, it kind. Sometimes I noticed it sounded overdubbed. Yeah, it could be. That could be. That could be. Maybe and maybe I'm just maybe whatever. Um, so I could be wrong about that. It just the episode just felt really like sort of bare bones. Um, In any event, they come out, uh, uh, Apollo calls out Retribution, he starts making a really loose sort of uh, some detective work, uh, saying that Apollo is probably behind Retribution, you know, it was because of the lights flickering that I lost that title match, Uh, uh, and around the time he went out from Lashley's Nelson, uh, uh, I, uh, or the full Lashley rather, uh, is when Retribution started, uh, but it's a bunch of nonsense. Apollo comes out, and he makes a challenge to MVP, and he basically says, hey, listen, if I can beat your guy, Shelton Benjamin, Shelton and Lashley have to stay backstage for our fight at mm-hmm. SummerSlam. MVP accepts. Then we get Apollo Cruz versus Shelton Benjamin.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, Apollo Cruz did, in fact, win that match. Yeah,
1: thanks to some distraction from the twenty four seven division, our uh, yes. truth ran through the match, being chased by Tazawa and the ninjas, that allowed Apollo to get a, a. It was like not a roll up, but what's the the, the cover? What you jackknife? The
2: jackknife. There you go, jackknife yeah. cover. And so hurt business. They attack Cruz after the bell. Uh, Ricochet, Ali, Cedric. They run in trying to make the save. Uh, Lashley has Cedric in a full Nelson, and so Ali's trying to break it up. He uh, hops. Jumps on Bob Lashley's back. Ricochet hits a couple kicks that eventually breaks it up. Um, and this is all going on. Truth runs back out to ringside. Shelton gives him a boot. Covers him. 24-7 champ. Um, MVP grabs Mike, says uh, they're not going out like that. They won't be disrespected. Challenges Cruz to pick two partners and have a six-man elimination tag match later in the evening hmm we
1: see how that plays out in a little bit yes. I mean look I'll be honest I actually really like Hurt Business and Apollo and Cedric all those guys I mean the more yeah. screen time for them I'm happy about that um but uh just you know wasn't enough to save the episode uh no. after that Angel Garza uh is oh. uh trying to spit some more game at the ever-present Barnett girl
2: what's her first name? Debbie Barnett or Demi Debbie? Sorry, Demi Barnett Demi or Debbie Barnett Burnett or Burnett, Burnett. Burnett
1: Demi Burnett from sure. The Bachelor. He's uh, trying to, to spit some game there. Ivar comes in, ruins that, gives her turkey leg, uh, invites her to, I don't know, bone or whatever.
2: So, uh, well, the raw underground. Um, so there's this yeah, is it implica- implication it. after uh, Garza smacked the turkey leg to the ground or tossed it that Hansen uses some sort of Jedi trick t- to will it back in his hand? Because we have seen that before. Or is S- there just someone off camera handing him another turkey leg in this instance?
1: Well, I mean, if you want to get to the minutiae, it could be either one. I guess it was supposed to be the Jedi trick because he did this very specifically. Yeah, they needed to film that better then. Oh, they needed to film the entire episode better completely because, yeah, it's obvious somebody just chucked it to him. Jedi mind trick, it comes straight to you in a
2: line. Yeah, you got to do that in reverse, you know, so it looks like it's being, you know, like compelled to your hand. (laughs) Uh, So anyways... uh,
1: yeah, Angel Garza versus uh, Ivar was up next. Hanson, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Hanson, <laughs> that guy. I'm, I'm trying. I am trying. I think I finally have them figured out. Rose, Eric, and Hanson is Ivar.
2: Yeah, that's 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 right. For some reason, I have a hard time just uh, referring to them by their their new Viking names. I don't Hanson and Roe to me, man.
1: They're war machine.
2: I know. They said they didn't like that name though. Um, Nonetheless, War Raiders. That's War a Raiders. fine name, too. That's a good name. That's Anyways, a fine name. But uh, Hanson Rowe are good names.
1: They're great names. During this match, uh, Angelo Dawkins tried to come in, tried to bust down Burnett. Uh, Garza <laughs> beats Ivar with
2: a drop kick. I'm probably so not using that right <laughs> Garza but. was getting beat up this whole match. Yeah, I know. He kicks Hanson in the leg once and hits the drop kick and then wins.
1: Okay, so you, do you know that? I think maybe starting last week that was Garza's finish.
2: I think he uses that on, on, on guys he can't do the wing clip or two. Oh,
1: okay. Who did he fight last It was We're Dawkins last time, right? Oh, yeah, it was Dawkins. Okay,
2: all right. That's just Anyways. a guess on my part, though. So
1: uh, Dawkins and Burnett show up on the Tron, and uh, Dawkins this basically... Was really, this
2: was kind of confusing until Joe explained it. So
1: he sort of said like uh you know, I was explaining to her you gotta watch who you who you who you operate with, who you run with, and uh we're gonna find that out about you, Garza. What and I thought he says "I'm like right now. he throws to something
2: and then nothing plays. Yeah, but nothing happens. plays. Again, nothing retribution. Happens. It was all on that laptop they destroyed. Okay, good. good. Da- and Dawkins' phone. Yeah, um, right. And so Joe seems to have the scoop And He's like yeah after retribution showed up is doing a, a review of their security protocols And going through uh, You know like security footage And lo and behold This footage was on some hard drive somewhere Joe says he's seen it He passed it on to Dawkins He thought Dawkins might be interested And he's telling all this to Zelina um, And uh, tell he says to, to her It's interesting what people do When they think nobody is watching So yeah. we go backstage and there's Dawkins in, in demi and dawkins hey says hey you know can i have your number and he's like she's like yeah garza runs in and he says something like well if you want to text me at one in the morning demi just delete my number and dawkins says uh, i'm just giving her getting her number so i can send her this video
3: mm-hmm. so that
2: brings mm-hmm. Zelina and andrade in uh, they're trying to take the phone away from uh, dawkins and that's when he throws to video and it's a brief little shot high angle you see Zelina walk into frame, her back to the camera, and there's Montez, uh, his, his cup, and she's there for a little bit, and then walks away. Yeah, yeah. So you and don't so see really what the implication doing to is. To the cup, yeah. That she put something in his in his cup. You know what so I she, really
1: appreciate about this though? Hmm. That they're just doing
2: it and moving on. Yeah, rather than making it a thing. Hmm. So, anyways, Zelina denies poisoning Montez. Uh, says uh, it's all made up it's doctored footage uh, kind of says Charlie might be responsible because she's jealous of Demi mm-hmm. uh, and then Dawkins says Ford is his family and that's when Ford runs in they attack uh, Angel and Andrade
3: you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Natalia versus the, 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 the TikTok queen, I guess. Natalia versus Mickey James. I like Mickey's uh, outfit, it was like a country version of the Captain Marvel outfit. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Anyways, mm-hmm. she comes out strong, dominates early. Uh, while the match is happening, more important business apparently, uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy interrupt. Seth walks up to Joe, and he's like, Hey, just, t- just tell just tell me how you know Ray's going to be here. Just tell me how you know he's going to be here. A, Joe's like, I don't know. The perfect amount of smugness is so good. Joe is the MVP of the night, which is not good when the commentator is like your MVP uh meanwhile back in the ring Mickey hits gets hit off the turnbuckle to the floor, can't make it up by a ten count. Uh and then she kicks Lana. Well yeah, Lana was TikToking Mickey James. I haven't checked Lana's TikTok to see if that's okay. Yeah.
2: So then uh Seth gets on Joe more about his sources. Says if Ray or Dom show up on his show, it'll be their last mistake and neither of them will make it to SummerSlam. So they leave. And Joe's like laughing. Meanwhile, Tom Phillips is freaked out. Joe's like, sit, just sit down, Tom. Just it's sit fine. down. Tom. Sit down. It's okay. It's okay. It's pretty great. Tom should feel fine. He's next to Joe. Joe's not going to.
1: Oh, let I anything know. Happen. Um. Anyways, uh, after that match, Seth gets on the mic. Says if Ray and Walter are here tonight, it will be the last mistake either make, and none. Of, neither of them will end up going to SummerSlam. Uh, after that, uh, it's boss time. Sasha Banks comes down, as does Bailey, and uh, Bailey basically offers. To fight Asuka first at SummerSlam. So she'll carry the heavy load. And Sasha can then tap her out pretty quick. Larson, I get the feeling Bailey's going to get like rolled up in three seconds or something. Like This is going to be a quick match to immediately stunt their plan. For Bailey to take her out of action against Sasha. I think Bailey's going to lose that title really quick to Asuka. That seems to be
2: the case, yeah. Yeah, if this whole uh, situation with Asuka challenging for both titles is a way to... Uh, you know run against the story that they were proposing tonight then yes that seems to be the case it it really
1: does feel I mean because we even got the setup during this whole segment here for Asuka to have a tag partner at Payback it this is really being set up to strip Sasha and, and Bailey of their title so they can have their own thing yeah, outside maybe, the title picture yeah maybe heading yeah. into Survivor Series or something
2: yeah, I mean, like the so Bailey says, you know, hey, payback. We got to defend the tag tiles, too. But against two, you know, they've already beat the Iconics, uh, Alexa and Nikki. Um, uh, they mentioned Ruby and Liv. And they, and then she says, Oscar and pff, wait, she doesn't have a partner anymore because they beat yeah. Kyrie. But right as she said that, cue mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler's theme. She yeah. walks down the ring, says no matter what happens at SummerSlam, no matter who has a raw title, she's got next. Oscar comes out next. She says tonight. She's going to fight both Sasha and Bailey and with Shayna. Uh, and then Shayna will fight her. Uh, sorry. Shayna will fight with her before she fights against her the Idea is that Oscar saying she's going to win the Robin's title. Mm. Um, they seemingly have Shayna out of the, the title picture for the time being, despite what she said, because she's involved in some Nia Jax program. Yeah, that's weird. That might very well play out exclusively on raw underground. Now that, uh, Nia is suspended. Um, uh So I guess if they want to have Shayna and Oscar go after the tag titles and then have their title program afterwards,
1: mm-hmm. why not? I mean, I could totally, I could totally see that happening. Them getting, I mean, that's that's a, that's a thing we've seen plenty of times before. We saw like Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold. Oh, it's happened Yeah,
2: it's, I mean, it's, it's happened I think tons. Stone Cold did that several times with the Dude Love. Dude Love, yeah. Dude Love, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. happened several times. Uh, so early in this match, Shayna's milling around ringside. I think actually gets knocked off the apron. Nia shows up in the crowd, punches out the plexiglass, hops over the barricade, and so refs come out. Pat Buck comes out. They try to I come l- apart. I just love that Pat Buck is like the he's like
1: his only assignment is to keep tabs on Nia Jax
3: because Phoenix. as soon
1: as she as soon as she appeared. <laughs> He was there with his salmon-colored pants. It was
2: hilarious. Oh, those are great pants, man. They great are. Great pants. Um, and so they're trying to keep Shayna and Naya apart. They end up brawling back through the crowd uh, as Asuka hip attacks Sasha Bailey off the uh, apron to the floor. We come back. Uh, golden role models have the upper hand uh, for a good stretch um, until uh, Shayna runs back out while Asuka's in a, a, a big statement. She breaks that up. Asuka gets her, the tag to her she uh, hits a bunch of offense on Sasha. Sasha rolls her up, gets a two. Bailey tags herself in. Sasha hits, it, and Bailey hit a nice backstabber, belly to, uh, to belly combo, get a two. So then Shayna hits Bailey with a gut wrench suplex, a knee, Locks in the clutch. Sasha in to break that up. Asuka knocks Sasha out of the ring, puts her on the Asuka lock. Bailey looks for a rose plant. Shayna reverses that into uh, the clutch. Bailey taps.
1: Yeah, I get the feeling. It was a good match. It was a no, good match. I no, I really. This is my. This is the highlight of the night for me. It really was. This was really good stuff. Um, and I, I do think that like, well, part of the reason why like I mean besides the foreshadowing of Shayna's music hitting while they're talking about Kyrie saying mm-hmm. being Oscar's partner is that we also need to see Shayna win a little bit. I mean, not everybody yep. watches NXT and knows what kind of you know. But lately, she has not been on a great run. A lot of talk, not a lot of results. Um, so seeing her tap out one of the champions is now putting it in the viewer's mind. She's legit. She can be taken seriously. Yep. yep. Um, yep. So I thought that was good stuff after that. Um, the, uh, all the, the best friends, I guess, of uh, Paulo Cruz, Ricochet, Cedric, and Mustafa Ali are all talking about, Hey, uh, us uh, who's, who's going to be in this match? Uh, and Paulo, being the champions, like it's going to be me of course. And, uh, Ricochet and Mustafa Ali and Cedric's like, Wait, wait a second. What about me? And Apollo's like, "No, well you you were putting that uh in the full oh, Lashley. Yeah, full you don't Lashley, need. Sorry. You don't uh you, you got to take the night off." I, I I sat at home the entire time. And yep. uh Ricochet was like, "Yeah, Cedric." And he's like, "You're my tag team partner. Why aren't you sticking up for me?" Like i like nobody said, "Apollo, you already had a match tonight." Yeah. You had yeah. a match.
2: Well, I mean to Let be me fair, get... MVP issued a challenge to Cruz. So Cruz has to be in the match. Oh, is that okay. Yeah, he said, Apollo, you pick two partners. You pick two partners. To take on her business, yeah.
1: Well, then, yeah, okay. So All Apollo right. has to be in it. He could have given
2: up his spot. Could He's already have. been. a, a fighting champion. He can't give up his spot. He's a fighting champion. All right. So then uh, they leave. Uh, Randy Orton just wanders in um, like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. And we just go to commercial. <laughs> Nothing really happens. Nothing comes of it. Just wanders in. Does that? Does that. does that uh so yeah after that
1: we had a, uh, we had a hbk giving uh drew mcintyre kind of a pep talk uh drew's I this like was really good i thought this was really good too man drew's really good and hbk is great he's mm-hmm. like i mm-hmm. feel like i let you down hbk uh and hbk gave this big spiel about being a champion is about facing adversity uh yeah. he says uh drew he says hey listen i need my space to face randy uh you know so hang back Let this play out. Give me space. I'm about Mm -hmm. to be murdered, but Mm -hmm. don't do anything
2: about it, is basically what he's saying. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Next, Ruby and Liv are backstage. Iconics enter. They talk some trash. Uh, Billy says that Peyton will take her place in her match tonight because her shoulder hurts. Mm. And Peyton's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then she just kind of randomly calls Liv Morgan trash. (laughs) Um, And then (laughs) Ruby and Liv leave. And the camera pans over, and Shayna's talking to Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. Shayna in this segment kind of
1: felt like uh, NWO Sasha from We Book Raw, how she Mm -hmm. was wearing like her entrance or like her promo attire. All Mm -hmm. of a sudden, she wasn't in a ring attire. It was like a different Shayna in the building, but with this time with Jessamine, it was like Raw Underground Shayna, not main roster Shayna. they were there. It was good to see them. That was cool. Did you see Peyton Royce won a couple of trophies? I did. At like a, a uh, what would this be considered like a fitness competition? I don't know if it's is it bodybuilding? Is it considered bodybuilding? Like she I'm had these sure. ridiculous abs. She looked like yeah. amazing.
2: Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see necessarily what it was for. It was some sort of bikini fitness thing, I think. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Anyway,
1: she looked like a million bucks. She won a couple of a couple of trophies there. Yep. Uh, so good uh, for her.
2: Uh, after that segment, we got a extended retribution recap. It uh, didn't really improve their lot in my eyes Next, uh, Peyton Royce versus Ruby Riot They always keep matches between the two of them short um, We gotta see Peyton Royce's uh, brain buster finisher though As long as I get to see Deja Vu, that's all I care about Yeah man, that's a hell of a finish Peyton Royce win after hitting Deja Vu on uh, Ruby However, before that, there's a bit uh, down the floor Where uh, Ru- uh, Ruby's down there um, Billy Kay steps up to her Liv who came down to the ring with ruby you know kind of walks over to her to help out ruby and then peyton shoves ruby into live knocking her over so i guess they you know commentary is really pushing the idea that uh ruby and Liv, the 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 healing process may have begun but they're you know trying to advance the idea there could still be problems between them regardless if the iconics are the ones causing them you know
1: would our relationship be soured If somebody kept on walking up behind me and shoving me into you? Uh,
2: Once, no. It happened multiple times. We were like, dude, for reals. Don't walk behind me anymore. Walk beside me. (laughs)
1: I'm like, but this guy keeps on shoving me into you. Walk backwards then. (laughs) But then we're not going to the same place. Sure we are. You just walk backwards. Oh, in the same direction that you're going? Yeah, yeah. Okay. After that we had Raw Underground. This is a weird. Oh. Oh, their relationship is on the fray now cuz somebody shoved him into the, somebody shoved her into her. Yeah, I know. Raw Underground. Raw Underground. Uh Eric uh Hans- Row, yeah. Row. <laughs> Row. I know they're viking names but they're real names now. Uh Eric uh <clears throat> versus a guy he murders with his knees. Oh yeah, he chokes him out. When he chokes him out. Uh, then down in the pit, Shane interviews Dolph Ziggler, who gave that match a four out of 10 performance for Eric and then uh, and Shane's like, wow, four out of ten. that's oh, that's pretty bad. that's pretty bad. Eric, what do you say about that And Eric's like what he's like, he gave me you gave me a four out of 10 and he's like, well, come on man, let's fight then So Dolph yeah. decides to fight And it's kind of funny how like these people are booked uh, basically uh, the same as their lot on in the company anyways. Like if you're a former champion, a former main eventer, Dolph Ziggler,
2: his power ranking is higher than a guy like Eric. But I'll also say this, and they've been clear about this throughout his career, Dolph was an accomplished amateur wrestler.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's kind of across the board. There's not I, I want to see like Arturo Huas put it to Dolph Ziggler. You know, like yeah, that'd be give, great. Give if, me if, one breakout yeah. guy.
2: Totally, totally. Yeah. Instead of having him and Riddick Moss fight to the floor and then this fight ends. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. So, uh, what the hell was that?
2: But anyways, Dolph wins this. He chokes out uh, Ray Rowe after putting his thumb in his eye. And then yeah. Hanson pounces Dolph out of the ring into the crowd. That was cool.
1: I, I like that whole thing. I like that whole. I liked that he had he had him, and it's like, oh, he doesn't quite have it. He doesn't quite have it. <laughs> he sticks his thumb in his eye because Vince has an eye fetish now. Uh, after that, uh, Buyaka Buyaka, Ray of Mysterio returns. Uh, he del- delivers a promo where he talks about when I saw Dom getting lashed 30 times. I felt pain, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be in your corner, Walter, to watch you kick ass in this street fight against Seth Rollins.
2: Yeah. And then Seth shows up the Tron and just talks way too much, way too much after Dom essentially says, Hey, thanks dad. Um, he said, I know what I'm getting into. I knew what I was getting into signing a WWE contract. So apparently he's, he's officially, at least in kayfabe, a WWE superstar now.
1: Well, that's what the contract signing was last week. There were two oh, contracts. I missed, I missed that. One that was a WWE contract, superstar contract,
2: and the other well, for the actual fight. That. Well, there you go. So now filled Seth, Seth is on the Tron uh, talking on and on. Surprised he showed up. I uh, didn't take Ray. Ray, I didn't take you for an idiot. Keep on putting your son in danger You always make this about you This all could have been prevented if you just knew your role uh, Fitting into the greater good But you resisted And then uh, Ray s- <laughs> says Seth, alright, you say a bunch of uh, a Fancy words here You like to talk, why don't you come down here And back him up and Seth laughs and says, Ray, you have one eye Dom, you can barely stand up straight Remember, you asked for this, now don't move an inch So Seth mm-hmm. and buddy come down the ring And Dom and Ray leave Mm-hmm. But the idea is like, okay, well, they called our bluff. You know, Ray has one eye. Dom got uh, beat to shit last week. Uh, we're not we're in no shape to fight. However, Ray starts circling around the wing uh, ring, kind of taunting Seth and Buddy, faking like he's going not. This allows Dom to go grab a couple of kendo sticks from behind the barricade, and he gets the ring, takes out Seth, buddy, tosses one to Ray, and they beat the hell out of Seth. Yeah, they try to do to him what Seth and Buddy did to Dom last week try to trap him in the ropes, but he runs in to distract him long enough so Seth could free himself, and then they leave. Yeah, but like Seth is he's been around for a long time. He's not going to take those kind of lashings. So watching I was watching Dom take that beating last week. He was leaning in. Like he was mm-hmm. against the ropes. He mm-hmm. was pushing his his chest out to take those shots. They wanted it to look gnarly and they did a great job. They really did. It, it was bad. Yeah, It was bad.
1: So I mean I guess if there's any math here Seth is going to win this thing. Like, he kind of shouldn't.
2: No, based on the story being told, he shouldn't. No. He really shouldn't. Mm. I feel like he's going to, though. I'll have a high degree of confidence either way. Like, Like based on the story, Dom should with Ray's help. That should be the the way the story plays. And I'm
1: probably going to go with that for our predictions, because also something Ray said, and I know these are just words that's silly, but... Uh, Seth said rather Seth said Ray your, your your family name and your legacy is on the line here and those kind of words I think probably mean something to Ray in terms of like well mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. Seth wins this then you know my name is Trash yeah. so and I'm, I don't want to go to AEW as Trash Mysterio he wants to re-sign with WWE for a lot of money mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah I mean Seth totally should lose this but uh, given that uh, the Mysterio guy has got the upper hand here, I mean, math you know, the, might the, the Math,
2: this, math isn't, isn't 100% accurate. It's only 60% accurate. Yeah, yeah, roughly 60%. Mm-hmm. So let's be one of the cases where you stand tall, you still get the W at the pay-per-view. Uh, this next bit, MVP rolls up to Cedric backstage. It's like, hey, I understand your frustration, a young man trying to navigate his way through WB. You're back here milling about backstage when you think you should be in the ring, except with me, MVP, It wasn't my friends holding me back. Mm -hmm. And Cedric says, oh, I know what you're doing. You're trying to stir the pot. Apollo was just looking out for my best interest. And MVP says, maybe you're right. Maybe he just wanted to give the night off, or maybe he saw you in the full Nelson and thought, yeah, maybe you're the weakest link. And also, it must be hard being a tag team with the dude who calls himself the one and only. My offer still stands. You should think it over.
1: And then Cedric, like, MVP leaves, and Cedric basically does the
3: Newman (laughs) <laughs> he throws
1: a bottle of water. Yeah, he gets mad. He's like, oh, everything he said is true. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, oh yeah. Now we get to talk about this. After that, so back to Raw under un- un- Underground. Ground, true Huus versus Riddick Moss. And uh, they're doing a pretty good job simulating a fight. I'll be honest this with you. Really it was, fun this was, was a guys. really fun match while it was going on in the ring. Lots of like takedowns and slams and chokes and stuff like that. They yeah. end up rolling to the outside. Uh, a, a couple of guys like one guy sort of comes at Huas. he knocks him out just with one punch. Same thing happens to Riddick Moss. Shane says, OK, OK, that's good. That's good. That's well, good. That's the
2: wrestling. There. That's a disqualification. So therefore, I guess the match has to end. That's not a DQ. Well, okay, so the rules of WWE are kind of nebulous,
1: but yes. they didn't get punched. They did the punching. I mean, there's th- been times the rest is called match for less. Yeah, no, it's completely inconsistent. But uh, in this case, this is, it didn't the make... the point is, though, this is Raw Underground. Don't thumb the guy in the eye. Yeah, I know. It's, this should totally have kept on going. I don't know why Shane was yeah. so insistent it stopped. I want to see know. these two as a Raw Underground... Like, on main roster, but in their raw underground personas as a tag team. They mm-hmm. desperately need tag teams. I'm a big fan of Huas. Uh, I could totally get behind Riddick Moss. Just make these guys Man, grizzly fighters. Man, the promo
2: that uh, Riddick Moss dropped at the NXT house show here, the second one we went to. Yeah, it was a that good was one. great. Yeah, it was really good. I know. And then he did R- Riddick Regiment for one loss, and mm-hmm. then th- that was it. That was weird. That was the weirdest mm-hmm. thing. All right, this next bit was frustrating. So it's uh, Cruz, Ricochet, Mustafa Ali taking on Hurt Business. And so I recorded this particular part of the show. So I was watching it. You know, the match started. There was two minutes left. Now, when I picked up this match after I stepped away while I was recording, um, it was when Cruz had just eliminated Shelton Benjamin after the toss powerbomb. And that's when Ricochet runs down, uh, rolls him up for the 24-7 title. So I didn't see anything else the rest of the match. So they come back from commercial. It's it's obvious that Cruz is essentially a two on one handicap match. I was like, oh man, that's shitty. They they eliminated Mustafa Ali and Ricochet during commercial break. That wasn't the, the case, but they did eliminate both of them within the span of the commercial break, two and a half minutes.
1: And no, that- it was all it was all on camera. It was yeah, it was it was very fast, it. but it was
2: yeah. w- it was the exact duration, more or less, of a commercial break. Oh about yeah, two and a half minutes, and it's BS.
1: Yeah, it was like Lashley eliminated. Well, on one you. You're right, it was. This could have been a really, really, really fun match and you could have told the same story but with a lot more drama. Um, they they really... play. Yeah, I don't disagree. Because it was like... It shouldn't be... Here's the thing. A finisher really should be sort of the thing that finishes you off yeah. after, after you've already taken quite a beating. Now, there are exceptions to this. You might say, yeah... Uh, I, I didn't like this, but I get that Brock's F five is like super powered. He can drop somebody with one if they're not paying attention. They that's it could be a three count. By and large, like you shouldn't be using that as like one move and you're done. Yeah, and that's basically what they had. They lashly eliminated Ali with the Dominator, and then Shelton Benjamin hit Pader on Ricochet, and that got him a three.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean they they bring back Mustafa Ali. To a relative decent amount of fanfare. He has a really good showing at a tag match against Hurt Business. He beat He pinned MVP in that match. Yeah. And he's just been taking L after L since then.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Pretty much. I mean, you got uh, Ali. You got Ricochet. There's two dudes there that you could push and make money off of. And they're not doing it. Well, you could no. say that for countless other people, too. It's just frustrating to see.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like... I, I totally get what you're saying... But you also have Shelton Benjamin now doing cool stuff that he wasn't doing before. Bobby Lashley is finally being booked in a position. No, and here's
2: the thing. Here's the thing. As you mentioned, you give this match time. I know. There's drama. There's good stories to be told where it's not so much Ali or or Ricochet taking Ls. Yeah. Within the context of a good story and and, uh, giving them an opportunity to put on good performances, that's fine. Yeah. When you have Mustafa Ali in the ring for two minutes and he loses. Yeah. It's not great because there's no story being told. There's no advancement in the story. Same with Ricochet. I know. I don't
1: disagree. I don't disagree. Um, so anyways, uh, uh, Cruz hits uh, Shelton Benjamin with uh, – does he have a name for this? Or is this the toss Commentary power just bomb? calls it toss-powerbomb, yeah. Toss-powerbomb, okay. He gets eliminated. Uh, Cedric, meanwhile, runs runs out. He gets the last la- – well, not the last laugh, but he gets a laugh in, uh, winning the 24-7 <laughs> title from Shelton. Uh, MVP takes control against Cruz Cruz ends up hitting his power bomb the toss power bomb and MVP which leaves Lashley and Cruz Lashley immediately comes in starts picking apart Apollo Apollo ends up getting two with a standing moonsault uh, Lashley tries for the full Lashley uh, but then he ends up getting a win with a spear uh, mm-hmm. for that uh, to, to, to get to get the victory there Um yeah. After that, we had Cedric Alexander versus Tazawa in a straight up twenty four seven match. Mm-hmm. Uh, MVP is walking, watching backstage. Cedric Alexander is totally—he's he might end up screwing Apollo
2: out of that title at SummerSlam. It's entirely possible. Um, he picks up the the win on Akira Tezawa here, yeah. and then uh, Shelton Benjamin comes in and hits pay dirt on him to get the belt back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Next up, I like this bit. Marina Shafir on Raw Underground. Uh, She makes, I don't know who this was, uh,
2: tap out. Oh, no. Was was this a knee bar or an ankle lock? It looked like an ankle. She had like that. It was was like an arm. It was a triangle, but she got the leg in there.
1: Yeah. It was cool. I was like, what was that? Um, So that was cool. Uh, Nia Jax shows up out of nowhere, shoves Jessamyn Duke. Shayna gets pissed at that uh Shane's like come on let's bring it up to the ring so it's going to be Nia Jax versus Shayna in Raw Underground bell rings Nia just runs
2: yeah she just leaves they also announced that next week on Raw Underground will be uh Hanson versus Dolph Ziggler oh that's cool
4: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find
1: Uh, after that, we had Montez Ford versus Andrade. It was good to see Montez Ford back. He did one of those crazy flips to the outside. Uh, we had some cool. Oh, his tope
2: is great, man. Oh, it's terrific. Uh,
1: it's we amazing. had a couple of really great chops from Andrade. Mm-hmm. Good to see that as well. The finish saw is Zelina Vega. Up on the apron, She, uh, Bianca Belair runs down, so she's trying to distract. Bianca comes running down. Uh, Zelina tries to do a fun splash onto Bianca. Bianca just catches her, slams her to the floor. That distraction led Montez to
2: get the roll up in three. The timing of it, because Ford's going up top. Andrade mm. runs against the ropes to knock him off. It almost looked like it could have been two, that when Andrade hit the ropes, that Oh, knocked... did Zelina f- Oh, okay, okay. The commentary said it was your situation. But when I saw oh. the replay, I was like, it could have just easily been... She was knocked off because when she I don't know it could have been either way. Yeah commentary yeah. said it was your situation So I'm assuming it's, it's the situation you mentioned that she was, oh, okay. saw Bianca and was trying to you know do something Because it happened very
1: quick It wouldn't surprise me if it was what you're talking about because like, yeah It
2: was it was it was, it was bang bang as
1: it's, soon as Bianca got there And it's not like she it didn't look like she was trying to put some any offense into the splash
2: It looked like a okay it looked like she just jumped off the apron into Bianca's arms. That's what it looked
1: like. That's what it looked like. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Um, after that, uh, we had our main event segment. Again, even this I thought was way weaker than last week. I mean, last week was the big, it, it was the nut. You know, it was.
2: Yeah, they really should have saved that for.
1: I mean, even this Google week. So, uh, Shawn Michaels comes out. He's getting very emotional immediately, talking about Ric Flair, how. His health you scare, know, yeah. The health scare. And he's like, you know. All he loved to do was uh, perform in this ring. Without him, there'd be no me, which means there'd be no Triple H, which means there'd be no this guy, that guy, the other guy. Christian and no Randy Orton, yeah. And there'd be no Randy Orton, he says. But you don't have that same appreciation we have for Ric Flair, even though this guy was with you throughout your formative years. He was teaching you. He was that guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, said, I don't know if you're going to – explain what – he said in the end, he said, I don't know if you're going to meet your end via Sweet Chin Music or Claymore. Did he say Sweet Chin Music here?
2: He did. I, I guess the implication was that, uh, if for whatever reason, Drew doesn't hit him with Claymore. Uh, Hbk would find a way to hit him with Sweet Chin Music. Okay. So, maybe, so you know, maybe they're going to do something where if they want to get the belt off Drew and on to Randy and have it be a relatively protected loss for Drew... Maybe HBK would be like, oh, I'm going to get my pound of flesh from Randy during the match and end up costing Drew the title.
1: That could be. That could be. That'd be cool.
2: Um, so anyways, anyways. He said, uh, he yeah. said uh, Randy, you'll see it coming. Yeah. So then HBK Randy Orton... didn't see this coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, but this was even weird. So, like, Orton shows up, RKO, punt. Um, Drew that was comes running down. the fastest RKO punt
2: combo I think I've ever seen.
1: It was really fast. And HBK, like, he sold it? But, like, not like a lot of people have sold it where they just lay there like they're dead. Like, he started getting up afterwards, and he was, like, getting up into the corner. Drew comes down, runs him off. Uh, Orton tries to come back and blindside Drew. They brawl to the outside. Uh, Drew basically takes out Orton, gets back in the ring, but doesn't, like, pay attention to what Orton's doing because Orton just comes back in, RKOs Drew.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so maybe go. they're going to do a thing where Shawn Michaels comes out for the match. Uh Get somewhat involved. Drew's distracted by that. He eats sweet chin music. RKO punt. He loses. Think I'm cute. Let's answer questions. Uh,
1: I got the Patreon thread here. Nemo says, uh, oh, not a question. Just want to wish Delete a happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy delete birthday. Cool. Delete. Uh, Blake Whitehouse, how would you write off the 24-7 title in kayfabe?
2: Um, have someone win it, and then have that person then shortly thereafter, while holding the twenty four seven title, win a mid card title, mm. merge them. Mm-hmm. That's good. That works. Uh, Dang MQ was say says that Xavier Woods was streaming Raw versus SmackDown 06 because uh, he was streaming on Twitch during Raw.
4: <laughs>
2: That's awesome. Good for him. Uh, Let's see here. Uh... (laughs) Duckman says Shane had to stop the fight, so they go to commercial. True.
1: (laughs) Trying to get that raw underground advertising money. Uh, Eugene Reyna says not raw related, but y'all were far and away the best part of Quizlemania 2000. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you, Eugene. Appreciate it. It was a good. It was a good first hour for us. Gamer Realm asks, could we see an appearance of Cowboy Bob Orton, and he gets punted too?
2: I guess it's entirely possible. he was outfit. just on uh he was on a uh, TikTok with Randy and Randy's kid. Yeah, I saw that. that doing, very cute. doing a dance. Diehard Homer and kayfabe. Where is Raw Underground? Isn't that it's warehouse gotta that be uh, Edge and Orton uh, fought in
1: during their it's, match? It's got to be actually underground. It's in kayfabe. It's the bunker. Be underground is a literal thing, man. The it's it's bunker. Uh, Wolfpack for life would Raw Underground be a perfect way to bring up the other MMA horsewomen to help Shayna Shayna starts challenging multiple people at a time was this written before was five hours ago that would have been it it would have been at 4.30 our time before Raw started
2: wow good on you Wolfpack for life my yeah. goodness gracious that's very good Gareth yeah. Nicholas our jeans required attire in Raw Underground either oh, jeans yeah. or MMA gear Mm-hmm. yeah for sure uh, let's see
1: here. Uh, <laughs> Hunter Vandement, Uh Now that kayfabe, now that in kayfabe, we learned that Retribution knows how to run a TV production. What mm-hmm. movie directors could be in Retribution? Oh, great question. Uh, Michael Bay.
2: <laughs> yeah, bad ones. Bad yeah, ones. Yeah, bad ones. Bad ones. Uve uh, uh, Boll. Uve Boll, Yeah. Uh, Skyotonic. Power rank top four. Who could sell the punt really well? I mean, uh, Okada Christ- sells everything well so I'll say Okada
1: <laughs> Christian sold it pretty well they need to get somebody
2: like puts like a blood pack in their mouth and they go Poof. yeah no or, or somebody gets... G- do a do a thing they have the blood packet you know like like a, especially if they're bald have it under <laughs> yeah. a, a, a you know like a, a bald cap or something that they can just lay over it so when the punt hits there this blood squirts out from their head
1: mm-hmm uh, Robbie DeShazar how likely is it that a split in Zelina Vega's crew would lead to a mixed tag match between Andrade, Zelina, and Angel and Charlie Caruso? Oh, my goodness. I don't know if Charlie is trained to be a wrestler or wants to be a wrestler. I don't know. I don't think
2: I'd want to see that. Solid Dante, how would you introduce an underground title? Tournament. Payback should have been the Raw Underground pay per view, man.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh,. Mr. Sinister, with Asuka wrestling Bailey first at SummerSlam, if she wins the title, what are the odds of Sasha getting Asuka to also put the title on the line for a winner-take-all? Oh, that's interesting. That'd be, that would be really interesting if Sasha walked away with all the titles.
2: It would be interesting. Jorge D, if WWE uh, built the actual Thunderdome, what gimmick matches can you see them doing in the Dome? So per wrestling sheet had a little quick bit of video um of the construction of Thunderdome. Oh, that's cool. Can't really tell though if it's a proper, you know, dome, dome. structure or not.
1: Wow.
2: So uh I mean elimination chamber is a dome. So mm-hmm. do something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh let's see here. Uh Moses Supposes. Uh in K Fabe, how did Raw get back on the air after Retribution took over the production truck? Retribution ran raw tonight.
2: Yeah, they did. That's K Fabe. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. Do you see a five star match happening on Raw Underground? No.
1: No, Shane will stop it before no. he gets there. <laughs> yeah, dog authority figure uh, in kayfabe. Why would anyone want to fight in Raw Underground? There's no title. Most of the matches don't even appear to get televised. The risk of injury is high. Shane is paying that like the 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 winner's purse is like double that on Raw.
4: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Um, no Haven, do you think it would be a good idea with no fans in person to bring back Cyber Monday? A good way to get some online interaction.
1: Yeah, maybe. The thing about that is that I always feel it always feels like they. Uh,
2: oh, the they fix those polls. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to do something. Which unused talent should be spotlighted on Raw Underground?
1: Cedric should be the official Hurt Business representative of Raw Underground. Okay. He's like, uh, MVP's like, hey, remember that one week we took over Raw Underground and then we never did anything with it again? You want to be that guy?
2: Man, that was a good idea. They should have really followed, uh, followed through on.
1: Tyler Quint, do you see Montez Ford ever being more than just a tag team guy? I think he could be a big star. We think he could be a big star too.
2: Yeah. I think both he and Angelo Dawkins could be uh, have good solo runs. Um, Saul does okay friendos the time is coming for Seth to leave and be a dad based on tonight who and how do you write Seth off TV Mm. Um, Dominic wins
1: Dominic out wrestles him and he's so humiliated embarrassed
2: embarrassed he has to leave dr. Steve winter says there there are some questions on the discord Thank you, Dr.
1: Steve Winters. Uh, Kobe says, uh, after this build, everything Randy Orton has done, do you think that maybe now is the right time to put the title on him? And then Drew maybe gets it back at, like, Survivor Series or something? Yeah, I think he's probably going to win that title, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah. Although the math yeah, is not good for him tonight. No, Ryan K. Lamb, if the Thunderdome is basically life, uh, fans zooming in, how long will it take for someone to show their – oh, gosh, show their goods in the Thunderdome? It hasn't They're happened goods. in the NBA yet. Their goods. Dude, I
1: guarantee there are going to be people vetting what's happening on there.
2: Oh yeah, that's why there's an application process.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Alex Foster, Steve versus Larson and Raw Underground. Who wins? I think it gets broken up. I think yeah, he we roll to
2: the floor and Shane says we got to go to commercial.
1: I think we both know that rolling to the floor means the match ends, so we just yeah. both do that immediately.
2: Exactly. Headlock. Headlock. <laughs> right to the floor we go. Uh, Skyotonic, I asked this before. With the fiend using the mandible claw, which move does he steal? Like that, like he took the mandible claw from Foley. What's the next move he steals?
1: Well, he's fighting a uh, Braun, so like the power, I break a do probably a pretty decent power slam. Uh, Doctor Steve Winters, why did WWE blow their load so early and let Ford and Andrade fight? They could have waited till. Uh, seems like could have waited till SummerSlam after that backstage segment. Summerslam, you mean after Summerslam? Because they're fighting at Summerslam.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it was, it mean, was like, to... It was, just wait till the tag match, I don't know. It was to build to Summerslam. Yeah. Uh, night by night, since Ivar has the force now, but only for turkey legs, what weirdly specific and mostly useless powers would you like to give other wrestlers?
1: Oh, wow. Um. Damien Priest would have the ability to not see his own reflection.
2: There you go. So he'd be a vampire
1: yeah ooh Oscar Granados what do you guys think of Mickey getting the job or entrance tonight not even getting a full match
2: um and then most of the match was was <laughs> uh, focused on Joe and Seth.
1: I mean dude when you know yeah, you, you, you get to a certain point in your career where you're fulfilling a certain role and her role is to do what she did tonight I'm sure she's getting pay count out huh? <laughs> like she was totally with it too. She was Lose like,
2: by count out to someone who's been in the company for like a dozen years, she was like, Oh, I'm down here
1: <laughs> on the ground. I can't get up. 10. Oh,
2: <laughs> putting over the young talent too.
1: <laughs> well, comparatively speaking, when did Mickey James debut? Like 20 years ago? It was like know. 2000, Natalia's
2: wasn't it? Something like that. Mattelia's been in the company for a long time. Since like 20, 2008 or so? Yeah, she's been. Uh, Mickey James predates that by like eight years. So Natalia's 38. Mickey James is 40. <laughs> what, what year did Mickey James debut? It was like 2005? Uh, she debuted in WWE in 2006. Nope, 2005. Sorry. 2005. Okay. All right. Wow.
1: Uh, let's see here. Uh... Oh, Dom said, sorry about the whole Terry business. I'll stop intentionally gifting subs to wrestlers. You have nothing to apologize for. I put this in no. chat. You have nothing to apologize for. Your intentions are pure. I- Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron only live shows, gameplay and vintage 10 for the wins. Access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package and so much more. Support going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson.